and makes him the most accomplished Royal Rumble fucking winner in history. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, he is still by the numbers. Yeah, he's he's won three of them. So yeah. nobody's. Who else has won two? Cena, Orton. Cena won two. Orton won two. Did Reigns win two, or is he still at one? I think he's only won one. And that was 2015, right? Maybe. Those yeah. are the Rock. Came I don't out. think he's won another since then, right? Um, I don't think so. I there was a handful of times that we all thought he was gonna win because he came down like the final guys, and then he fucking lost. But they teased it pretty much every time, just to get just to get the fans riled up that really didn't want to see him win. Just because for a while it was yeah. popular. Like, and I was kind of bought into, like, uh, well, I was bought in on not being sold on the guy. Because, you know, initially, I don't, I don't know if he's talking about pro wrestling, folks. Um, right. I didn't know if he was, like, you know, I didn't know if he was going to be the guy or not. But, I don't know. He's he's really kind of came into his own a lot in recent years, you think? Yeah. On in promos in a lot of ways. And at yeah, first I was not sold whenever they were really trying to force him down your throat. I was not all the way sold. Like I didn't think he well, would Well that be, wasn't gonna be the way to do it. I didn't think he would be the most successful out of, you know, necessarily the three SHIELD members. No. I'm still not convinced. Where what yeah. is, what is Seth doing? Where is he at? He's still, he still he's still around. Isn't shit? He? Yeah, I think dude. I, he's a bad. heel. He's we're def- not even knowing. He's definitely a heel. I looked up though, apparently yeah, Stone Cold holds the record most Rumble victories, having won three. Six other wrestlers have won the event twice. Fuck, Hogan's another one. Hogan. Sean. Sean. Triple H. Batista. John Cena. And Randy Orton. Yep. Wow. So, all four members of Evolution have yep. won a Rumble, at least. Rick. Oh, Rick. Well, Royal Rumble's up tomorrow. It's one of the shows that we pretty much always watch every year, like, yeah. regardless if it's, you know. I really try to watch Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, and if I can get to it, Survivor Series, just because yeah. those are the core ones anyways. Yeah. Like, if I can't catch all of them because of work or whatever else, like, those are still ones that I try to, especially since Mania is pretty much wrestling's, like, Super Bowl. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like... Which is also the coming biggest up. matches, yeah. And the fucking Bucks and uh, Chiefs are going. Yep, Tom Brady's able to outperform Aaron Rodgers. That was kind of a sloppy game both ways, but it was such a fun game to watch, man. It was such a fun game to watch. Just like two vets just slinging it out there. Yeah, but I mean, I that's what I heard some people saying though. Is they're like. It looked like at the end, like, that Brady was trying to throw his own game. Like, he was fucking himself over. Yeah. Like, a multiple drives and shit, but he still got it done. Rodgers, man, he, he had some good plays. He just, he had, he couldn't capitalize in the big moments, like, near the end of the game and shit, like, they needed to capitalize on. Um, I'll always trust, I mean... The, That's the nothing Chiefs. against Rodgers, but I'll always trust Brady over Rodgers in a playoff scenario. Just like I would trust Brady over just about anybody, though. Brady, like maybe who like, else? Maybe you know? not nowadays. I wouldn't trust him over a lot of quarterbacks if we're just talking normal scenario. But yeah, if you're talking like crunch time scenario, playoff, yeah. like 
that dude, he's just a different player when it comes How? to, like, those scenarios. He got this team into the fucking Super Bowl. Like, that they've assembled out of nothingness. It's yeah. like, all right, well, we'll choose the Bucks. All right, who do you want, Tom? we were talking about last week, and then he got all these fucking guys. They beat Aaron Rodgers. He beat Drew Brees, beat Aaron Rodgers, and now he's in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. It's like the yeah. man of today, and he's... He, I mean, he's, yeah, the man of yesterday, but, like, the last two decades, and he's in the Super Bowl again this year. So, you know, it could, go, it could go either way. As of now, still, though, the, the Chiefs have it together again. They're fucking ready. Like, so, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's funny, though, because literally any Brady, like, hater, anybody that's, like, because I'm not, like, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Brady fan, but I'm a football fan, so I kind of just, like, respect the fact that he's like a great player and I've got to watch a majority of his career so like I'm just like yeah he's a great player like I you can't deny it so I don't hate on him but he's not like my favorite or anything either but like yeah. the people that really really hate on him like they'll always come up with excuses like now that he went to Tampa Bay and he took Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl now there a lot of people are like well Tampa Bay already had all the weapons they just needed the quarterback, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, he fucking, he still, he filled the void, and he took him there when they couldn't get a quarterback to take him there for, like, ever. Like, yeah. Tampa Bay hasn't been there in a long time. No. Early 2000s, I think they went once. Out of nowhere, like, now. Like, they're just, they're this fucking team that made the Super Bowl, man. Like, it's, it's exciting. The Chiefs, like, Pat fucking ended up whooping the Bills' ass, man. But, I mean... The Chiefs in general did, but it was it was pretty fucking harsh after a little while. The, yeah, the Bills, man, they were going to have to bring a lot more heat than they brought against the Ravens to beat the Chiefs, and it just didn't, it just... Oh, yeah. I still think the Bills and Josh Allen and Stephon, like, they're going to be... They're going to be a force to be reckoned with for years to come. But I like, hope so. I hope, I hope they make it further... Uh, I mean, the Browns Same with got the Browns. In. Baker beat, and the Browns. Beat the Steelers, but couldn't go any further. But, yeah, you know, they got fucked over. He did He did get him there. <laughs> that's what, you know, and that's the problem. Because, like, that's what people say about Brady and stuff. They're like, well, if, uh, if our team was uh, full strength, whatever we faced them, it would have been a championship. It's like, yeah, but they weren't. <laughs> and you lost. So what is the point of arguing? Yeah, you you can always say it. if this or that, you know, this, why this didn't happen. The only thing that matters is what happens. Your excuses don't yeah. fucking matter. That's what makes sports debates, though, between, like, diehard fans of a certain team. Like, that's what makes their debates so heated. And yeah. what makes drunk guys start throwing fists is the fact that, like, it can get you so mad that somebody will come up with all the excuses in the world why your team, oh, yeah, they were able to beat them this fucking year because boom, boom, and like if you like have such a love for this team it's like dude I don't care <laughs> they beat them <laughs> that's all that matters it happens they don't want to hear it <laughs> it's funny though to see like old drunk men old like dudes just fighting like in the aisles of stadiums and shit like videos of that it's so funny to watch especially like I feel like hockey it happens in a lot of hockey arenas. People get rowdy and start throwing fists. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they see it. They see it happening. Oh, and they get riled up. Yeah. 
It feeds it. Who you uh you have any idea who you're gonna take in the Super Bowl yet? Man, that's tough. It's it's tough to it's hard to bet against Brady, man. I don't know. He's gonna have to play better though than he played. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I think it's possible. Although the last, I mean, if he loses this one, that'll be what? He won. When's the last one he won? Twenty twenty eighteen season one, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely, definitely viable that he'll win. But it's one game. Who knows? Yeah, like, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, it like. That's yeah. The Chiefs All held the up takes. through the whole season, but like it's one game. If Pat fucks up, if Brady can take control of the game, like who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, it'll definitely be an interesting game. It'll be a yeah. good game. Um, it's it's a hard one to call for sure. A couple of really fun Sundays back to back. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Rumble. <laughs> that's gonna be a lot of fun too tomorrow. Oh yeah. I have no guesses. I don't either. That, really, who's gonna win it? It's that's a tough. Tough thing. Like I just haven't, I haven't been keeping up enough, like, to know what to guess necessarily. Think your boy Goldberg is gonna walk away with the fucking world title? That's my, that's my prediction. I, I think Drew isn't. I think that that's my wild card prediction though, because a lot of people are thinking Drew. So yeah. Well, I know they're probably gonna keep Goldberg involved with the Mania picture, same as like they're talking about Cena. I think having Cena around would be a good idea again. Um, Cena needs to hack... Like, if he comes back and has a Mania match, it needs to be a good match. Because I feel like the last few Mania appearances by him have just kind of been like... Eh. If he doesn't have a match, he doesn't have to have a match. But if he has one, it doesn't yeah. need to be another stupid, like, four-minute, five-minute thing. To the Taker one? Just I feel like... Recently, he's kind of been doing like more of that shit. Well, he did that theatrical one last year... That like I thought the boneyard. I thought the boneyard match is a little like you know I thought that I liked that a little more I think. Yeah, uh, I think I did the too. The butterfly funhouse. Well, because it was it was right there. It was like, it was still you were kind of there with AJ and Taker, like the camera still was kind of falling. Like it was yeah, it was theatrical, but like it was still just felt like a setting. Like yeah, scene is like they tried to make it seem like it was like another dimension or something. Like you got oh like. It didn't. Feel, it didn't feel like it was like, you know, even reality anymore. It was like just super weird. You like took him on this weird thing, Bray. I don't know. I didn't like that one at all. The AI's fucking plugged Fire, into something Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just didn't feel as like it's hard to describe, but like yeah, the Boneyard match is definitely theatrical still. But it felt like it, it just kind of had the vibe of still a wrestling match. Yeah. And Cena's and Bray's really didn't. Dude, AEW's going to capitalize on using uh, Sting in theatrical, like, conceptual mm. matches like that. He wanted to do him in WWE, but they didn't want him to, apparently. Yeah. They, they didn't want to bring him back for it. It's like, I didn't think he was done wrestling. Like, I didn't think he was totally going to be done. And I'm glad he isn't, because he needs to go out on a better note than fucking what they gave him. I think WWE's recently been digging their own grave, like, with some of the shit they're doing. And they're just making bad choices. 
I mean, Vince has been... It's classic Vince to make a lot of bad choices anyways when it comes to things like character development or... Yeah, like... Well, he does things from, like, more of a business aspect than, like, a creative... He's a creative man, but, like, he also makes moves that he knows is going to draw, like, viewership and people are going to watch. Yeah. You know? That's why they bring back Goldberg and Brock a lot. But some of the characters he's created have been so outlandish, it's just, like... Who like who are you trying to attract with this, man? Like, like, I mean, I guess little kids are into some of the shit, but even even some of it, like, you Brodus Clay, like he knew the Funkasaurus was not gonna last. I bet you, as soon as he start, came in and started playing that character, yeah, he was that just like, was this isn't gonna last. This isn't gonna work. I'm going to be playing this for three months, and then I'm going to be tossed to the curb, and I'm not going to be brought back because I got fucked over with a shit character. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a fan of the uh, the good old Funkasaurus, were you? I, I didn't personally hate him by any means. I just knew, like, it's just one of those things where, like, shit like that just doesn't work most of the time for long. No, it was going to get old. It <clears throat> did in the Attitude Era. Shit like that could work. They could have crazy characters, and they would last for a while. They were, like, over. Like, everybody had an individual, like, character, but they were allowed to push their uh, their character's strengths to, like, the limit. Like, you could go over the edge, and you could literally, you know, bring more of yourself to the character in, like, yeah. all the most, like, creative ways and shit like that. I feel like that could also be helpful if, like, I feel like in the Attitude Era more... Yeah, you were assigned a certain character, but once you got that character, you were able to have your own sort of say and, like, creativeness in that character as well and, like, make oh, yeah. it your own thing. Yeah. Certain guys certain guys were, and then they made it in their, you know, they made it their own and shit like that. That's what you're kind of talking about. <clears throat> but some of the, Obviously, some the, of the, the ringmaster was going to work for Steve. Yeah. The ringmaster, Rocky Maivia, he needed a change. All those, all those into that. first characters, like, like uh, Triple H's original. He was just what Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He that was when he was all fancy and that shit. was great. That wasn't gonna last forever. <laughs> no, it really couldn't last because it couldn't. It didn't have ceiling. Castle. That wasn't gonna last. Edge. Yeah, that wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't great. Isaac Yankum. That wasn't gonna last. No. Like, all those just crazy characters. You're gonna be an evil dentist! <laughs> it's like, okay, so you're saying I'm fucked, in other words. Yeah, he's never gonna sell merchandise, and nobody's gonna go near that son of a bitch. Nobody likes going to the dentist, man. <laughs> just, yeah, if you... Especially not to, uh, a Yankum, you know? <laughs> Isaac Yankum. I mean, if you're, uh... Whatever that is that likes pain has that kind of like Bill Murray's character in Little Shop of Horrors. Like he loved getting his teeth pulled and shit. Like he went to the dentist and was like, "Oh, don't even numb me up." He's like, <laughs> he's like yanking him and she's like screaming, getting off on it. It was fucking. It was, it was such a crazy but hilarious scene. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck. I guess it's worth noting that uh. In between our first part, this is kind of like the sequel to our episode 27, uh, we had 
the unfortunate and untimely death of Larry King and Hank Aaron. Yeah. Back-to-back days, man. That was upsetting, honestly. Like, two legends. Two fucking legends. Hank Aaron, like, a lot of people will still be like, oh, I don't necessarily consider Bonds the home run record king or whatever the fuck, even though he holds the most. But the difference is Hank Aaron's never really been suspicious of any scandals, so they see him as more of, like, a baseball purist yeah, home run hitter. So he's, but Hank Aaron was a great, you know, person, known to be a great person on and off the field, and he was well-respected by everybody. Yeah. He, uh... I didn't quite look into the details. I was just kind of like, Jesus, this is rough. It's taken a few more, like, legends. I mean, they were both well into their 80s. I think Hank Aaron was, like, 86, yeah. maybe. And like that. Larry was, like, 87, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think they were pretty... They were real close uh, in age and stuff like that. Not that they had a whole lot of common, but still, back-to-back days. Yeah, That's I fucking... Mean, that's not a bright start in January. It's like losing, uh, losing some fucking legends. My dad, he always, uh, like, he, he even said it on my post whenever I posted about him the other day, but he, like, he considers personally Hank Aaron, like, the home run king and shit, but that's yeah, not, yeah. that's not really because I think he hates on Bonds, but he, like, he grew up as a kid with seeing Hank Aaron do the shit, so yeah. he kind of, that was his dude, so, like, just yeah. to him, he was the guy, you know? I feel like that's just kind of the thing. Like, once I get older, I'm probably going to be that way about certain things. Like, especially with sports and shit. I'm like, nah, I, I mean, he's good, but he's not Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah, he's, he's like, not the best. <laughs> be like, I saw the best. Shit like that. <laughs> and got, like, guys nowadays, you know, with like, oh, yeah, he's not Bradshaw. He's not Montana. He's, you know, with shit like that. Like, yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, Sidney Crosby's a great player, but he's not Wayne Gretzky. Like, that's <laughs> that kind of shit all they, the Well, time. they make these crazy comparisons sometimes, too. But they, they want, like, older generations want younger generations to be put in their place, too. You know? Yeah. A lot of times they're like, they're like, nah. Or they try saying that for a while, and eventually, if somebody's actually better than the previous generation, they're like, okay, I see you got a point. But even if he break, starts breaking that dude's records, a lot of times the older generation will still not really fuck with that guy as much just because they'll be like, well, I don't care. Like, I watch this dude do the shit. So I like this guy. Yeah. Plus, in my... And then the they'll game. Come up with they'll, once again, because they're sports fans, and every sports fan does it, they'll come up with excuses and be like, well, in his era, it was a little tougher because they... Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. For no, some reason... No, it was not... <laughs> I feel like it wasn't. I feel like sports are tougher now than they ever were. More competitive wise now. Yeah. Than yeah. they ever were. Because guys have figured out different nutrition, you know. And travel. Uh, like, travel's crazier than it ever was. There's more teams than there ever was. There's more talent than guys there ever was. Guys can throw faster in yeah. like baseball than they've ever been to throw. Like, everybody There's to more throw. technique to shit that people didn't use to know. Like, there's yeah. just more you, you only add, you don't subtract. It's like, damn. Um, Larry King, man. He was the star of kind of what we're doing now. You know, he, kind of, he had his own little show, radio. He had, yeah. I mean, I really, I kind of said that in the post the other day, though. I really, he did pave way for a lot of this shit nowadays, like, to open up more and more of what it is. Oh, yeah, he's People been around. listening to Larry King. He's been around for a long time. Fucking, uh, Alex Trebek didn't pass away that long ago, did he? Not super long ago. No, it was, was late 2020. Yeah, I thought, I thought so. Damn. Yeah, he, he died from cancer. 
that his was sad though because he was like he was just publicly dying like he was like still doing hosting Jeopardy and just talking about it. I saw something actually that said that Aaron Rodgers was like guest hosting if I'm not wrong on that like Jeopardy one week or something like that. I think it already happened though. I saw Pat McAfee respond to something about Rodgers. I forget who it was. Let me let me try to see. See if I can find this. Somebody talked crap on <laughs> They always do. But I forget exactly what they said, but it just seemed crazy. Yeah, it was Colin Coward, I'm pretty sure. Oh shit, what did he say? He's usually he's usually got some good shit to say or at least some thought provoking words. The herd with Colin Coward. Dude, the Super Bowl is gonna be fucking it's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Like the story could not be written better as far as Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, like all these years later, Tom Brady makes it back to the Super Bowl, shows Belichick he doesn't need him. It doesn't matter what team he's around, who he's around, what his coach, you know, who his coach is. He fucking shows up, makes the Super Bowl, like, within a team yeah. that was assembled this year, man. I mean, and yeah, it wasn't, like, necessarily only him, but it was their defense. It was it was their whole team, but the, the thing is they finally had, like, they finally had a crew and they finally found their identity and now they're there it's just fucking it's unbelievable it's like it's actually gonna happen I think Colin Coward kind of hinted at the fact that he thinks that it's Rogers time to maybe hang it up in Green Bay I think that's gonna be the case right he said folks if you draft a quarterback in the first round they typically all play within two years I believe the last quarterback to be drafted in the first round that didn't play within two years was Aaron Rodgers they're going to play Jordan Love they're going to play him at the very least next year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if that's the case, though, I don't necessarily know Rodgers is done playing. Like, I I don't, I feel like he's still got some gas left in the tank to keep going. No, I don't think he is either, but where would he go? That's the real question. I'm, I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers. I, uh... I mean, I'd like to see him win one somewhere else. No. If he's not going to win one in Green Bay. That's kind of shitty, though, man. I was really hoping for better, but the, they just... That game. He that was Indianapolis. They're in the lookout. Phillip Rivers just left. They could just keep drafting the old QBs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rodgers, he's got a few more years for sure, I think. I think Rodgers could honestly pull a Brady. Maybe not in the exact aspect, but I really do think he could go to another team, and that team would get good. Yeah. Like, I really do think, I think that, that would happen. Somebody that needs it, you're talking like Indianapolis could definitely use it. The Colts could really use it. It's so funny, dude, because he just seems like the typical, like, kind of grizzled, refined gentleman, dude. Like, he's just, like, in the off season, he's just, like, chilling in a leather chair, look like by a fireplace, sipping scotch and shit. Like, smoking a <laughs> cigar. That's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he, I'm surprised he doesn't have his own liquor yet. So you're always talking about scotch and Float him and some shit. ideas, you know, have him sponsor us. Yeah. Come still, out with your own liquor. Still meaning we'll sponsor the liquor. I'm still meaning to try the Rocks uh, tequila. I can't really get my hands on it, though. I look it up, 
uh, fucking, and I cannot find it anywhere. It said it was at like Arena Liquors or some place like that, and I could not find it anywhere. I want to try McGregor's whiskey too. This is it pretty good? I don't know. I haven't tried it. I've heard it's not. Somebody said that it's not fair. I good. said tequila, right? Not whiskey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, McGregor's is a whiskey. Speaking of him, too, he suffered a TKO to Dustin oh, Diamond Poirier. And then Bernie, man. You see that meme where he's like, where he's got oh, his yeah, fucking sitting there in the Connor. Yeah. Yeah, he. He's like, oh, f- he. I don't know, man. Connor might be done in UFC. He's definitely going to be done getting big fights. Like, he just. He's not. I don't know. I don't he's know. not carrying through the way he was. The last he's still got a big name, though. Oh, he's got a huge name, but it's just not. It'll still draw, but he's not winning like he was. He's focused more on being that famous guy now, you know? He's got too much going on. But I thought, didn't he say he wanted to fight? Who was that? I guess Brennan just told us that or something like about uh, going to, like, doesn't he want to fight fucking... I heard that he wanted to fight like seven times in 18 months or something like that. Oh, I heard something about that. Yeah, I don't know about all that. That's, that was that's also... That was load, also before right? he lost to Dustin Poirier. Yeah. So, Poirier beating him, that might change some things. But he's, plus, he's a different McGregor. Like, I'm not saying that it, he should go out and be this crazy, insane asshole, but he's, like, real uh, respectful businessman-like dude now. Like, he's, like, shaking his opponent's hands and smiling and, like, posing for the pictures with the dudes and shit. He's not, like... Pushing dudes and getting up in people's faces and grabbing people's titles and being like, I'm a fucking man. Like, he's not that guy anymore. He knows he's got to earn it back. <clears throat> yeah. He's he's kind of now being the more respectful, like, opponent and shit. Yeah. Like, he's, like, showing respect to the people. I don't know how much more he's. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I was just listening to uh, the Joe podcast with Shab today and, uh, they were talking about that. It's like they don't typically last like all that long. Like their window, no. their window is pretty short, pretty narrow. So, I mean, who knows? And I mean, you got to establish a name. Like if Conor wasn't a huge name already, he wouldn't. He'd be done. Like because he's he lost in a big fight already. But since he's such a big name and they know it'll draw money, he keeps getting the big fights. You know. Like, but like, if you're an up and coming dude in UFC, oh yeah, and you get that main event spot, and then you lose, you're fucked. So that's the way you'd think it'd work for at least the yeah for at least the big draws, in which he is, you know. <clears throat> he could still fight Floyd later. I think Floyd said he'd still probably do that. Floyd do an MMA, Floyd McGregor too. I don't know what Fox. it would be. Probably boxing, I'm yeah. assuming, because I don't I don't see older Floyd trying to train for MMA and fucking get in there. Especially since he's so much smaller. I don't know if he's like super, super smaller than McGregor, but he's still smaller than him. So yeah. he, he would definitely get like fucked up. Just because McGregor knows that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, he's not going to fight him in his ground. Especially if the first time he couldn't beat him. But he did hang with him for a little while, to be honest. That's Floyd's strategy, man. He lets he lets people kind of throw a lot of punches and get some hits and wear themselves out for the first rounds, and then he comes back in later on when they're tired. He yeah. starts throwing <laughs> throwing all the body shots and shit. Yeah, he's not 
now that he's older, Floyd's not as much of a knockout dude. He used to, like, when he was a young guy, he could knock dudes out. But now that he's older, he's more of a strategy boxer. He, like, he wears dudes down and oh, makes, yeah. makes him chase Oh, yeah, he, he learned how to fight smart. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the whole fucking thing writes itself after that. That's kind of how they, if a fighter's going to last, just like, if, if any athlete's going to last, they have to learn... To not be what the insane player or the insane fighter or whatever they used to be that's just so, like, in your face right there. And they kind of just learn to play more like an older person. He, he knew. He started an learning. Player. I heard, like, Joe talking about that. He's like, he's like he learned to be a, uh, a smarter fighter and, like, market himself because people used to be like, oh, he's running away. He's, like, you know, fighting more defensively. Like, what a bitch. And so he, he took on that, like, heel persona. Oh, yeah. So he made himself Floyd Money Mayweather. He's flashing all this money in everybody's face. Because people like were buying these pay-per-views to watch him lose. Just to try to see him To lose. see him get yeah. fucking fucked up. Yeah, that was yeah. literally the whole thing. And he knew that was the thing, so he just played into it. Smart. <clears throat> Very smart. But that was another thing. I saw him kind of bitching about uh, McGregor in a post saying, oh... This guy's trash. He copies me. He copies the what I like my persona and what I do yeah. and all this shit. And the media like everybody loves him and all this stuff. But when it comes to me, they fucking where's my sponsorships? Where's my liquor? Where's my all this shit? And like it's like, well dude, for one, you've built your career around being the heel. So like Nike doesn't want to sponsor the heel necessarily. As crazy as it is to say, they don't want. It's ironic. Is they don't want like <laughs> the, they don't want the bad guy like being their dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. They would rather like the the hero, the hero player. Like that's why the fighter, the like heel fighter that everybody hates is trying to see lose and just like ah oh, fuck all you. I'm cashing these checks. Like you're making bank. Oh yeah, off your fights and off the promotion. Of they want to see you get your ass, your face, because that's down. that's all you got at that point. Because you focused all your energy into that. Yeah, like you're not gonna get the sponsors and shit. And plus, you've had scandals. That's I think that's the main reason that Mayweather doesn't have the sponsorship and the like media presence that McGregor has. Because McGregor, yeah, he had that persona. But he didn't have scandals for beating women and shit. Mayweather did. Yeah. That's a whole nother reason that Mayweather is a heel and that he like doesn't get spotted and all this shit. Like it doesn't just have to do with the fact that people like the media doesn't like him or that he's getting hated on. It's like you built that though. Like yeah. you built well, that he persona. Figured, he figured you might as well embrace it if he's already gonna be seen as that. And I'm not even saying that's a Floyd hater because I actually typically am one of the people that cheer for him and kind of like, ah, I just want to see that go on because that's another athlete in our generation that we're kind of just seeing. Like, it's, it's one of the crazy that his career has been extended for as long as it has. And he's still <coughs> yeah. fucking doing all this shit. He was the highest grossing athlete in the 2010s and he only fought like five, six times in the yeah. whole decade. Yeah. And he made more than any athlete in any sport. Dude, some of those he makes two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. 
in one fight. <laughs> yeah. Regardless if he wins or loses, he's gonna fucking win. Well, they said McGregor the same way. He got he got a second round TKO to Poirier, lost, still made like a hundred million off it or yeah. something like that. Yeah, they're not quite what boxing is. Plus, Floyd knows that's the thing. Floyd figured out how to market himself better than any boxer in the history of boxing. That's what they were talking about. Like as he's he, smart with money, as like, he embraced he's that, smart as he embraced that fucking persona, that character, and like he made his own promotion. Up. He made he made the money team like his own promotion, yeah. so he doesn't have to fuck with promoters or anybody to no. like do his shit for him. He just has a team to do it for him, and it's like he, he pays runs, them, he runs like, his own game. Yeah, so he doesn't have to deal with any of that shit and worry about getting fucked over because like fighters. In the boxing industry, any of the fighting industry, like they'll they'll get fucked over by like shady. Oh yeah, we dudes. the stuff we watched the fucking oh fuck perfect. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. We just watched all the Rocky movies, the Creed movies, and fucking we saw you know I mean well that's as it relates to boxing and shit like that, which were fucking phenomenal by the way. Most yeah. of them, most of them, pretty fucking outstanding. The first four Rockies were <laughs> straight up classic. Rocky Balboa was honestly fantastic. I that was a good one too. I yeah. thought it was fucking fan. I thought it was great. Fucking the Creed movies, phenomenal. Fucking tremendous. They were. They were. The thing is, they felt similar, and especially they had Rocky in them, and it was a continuation of the storyline. But it was definitely a modern take, you know, and how somebody it was, was there to be thing. now. Yeah. It was more of humor and stuff like that of today, and kind of mixing with then. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely the modern day. It's a modern day box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was interesting. It was still cool. Um, fuck. So yeah, the Creed three. Fuck. I mean, that's that's my question about that though. Like, where what are they? Where are they gonna go with this? Because how like how long can you continue to just make movies based on the children? Of fucking Rocky's nemesis. And the Rocky fucking movies. It's like, oh, we got fucking Drago's son. Oh, we're gonna have Clubber Lang's son. At least three. And then Creed's son is the fucking protagonist. So. Yeah. It's all all the kids. You like them, though. Yeah, I like the movies, for sure. They're great movies, but I'm just like... They're either going to have the end, or they're going to have to take their own path kind of away from, like, Rocky's characters. Because you're going to run out of them soon. <laughs> I mean, Pauly, Adrian... They may only do the three, you know what I'm saying? Like, I suspect... I think they might. I suspect, you know, spoilers, uh, spoiler warning, fucking, that it might be just fucking... I mean, I, like, I don't know. I would think it'd be his rise on top, like, right? Not his rise because he beat... Him being yeah, on top. him being on top, similar well, he was to already Rocky III. sort of on top in the second one, but... Yeah, well, by the end of it, it was the same kind of deal. Like, he was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he was already on top, but, like, he... Whenever he, he had beat, to prove Whenever himself. he beat that dude, he, like, def- you know, fucking defeated the odds, man. Overcame the odds. Yeah, facing that guy, fuck that. Um, <laughs> damn... I can't even boil it down to which which Rocky I like. I enjoyed the most though, man. I I, I don't know. That's I I can't say it was five. Um, five was the worst. 
I, I really, I don't know, I have some really, I have a lot of things that I like about 1 through 4. I know, man. Balboa was so fucking solid good. as shit, like, I don't know, it's hard to, it's hard to pinpoint it. I know, I don't know if I can, I think I, at one point, ranked the first six with, uh, with Chris Bart, or actually, because we both loved the movies, and we watched them and shit, and went to see the Greeds. Yeah. But, like... I don't know because I can't remember what I ranked them. I'm pretty sure I had the original Rocky and Rocky Four in the top two, though. Which would probably still be the case, I think. But I don't know between two and three, man. Because looking back on it, like three was three was fire because. He was at the top. There was a lot of fighting in that. There was a lot of matches. There was a lot going one. on. There was Hogan in that one. There was Mr. T's Clubber. Like Clubber was a great character. I really enjoyed three. All that, but like two, just to continue with like the like rewatching of two this time. Like I liked it a lot. Like I was oh, like, yeah. damn, dude. Oh, it was phenomenal. Great. So I don't phenomenal. know. The ending, phenomenal. <laughs> it's like tremendous. Joey yeah. Coco Diaz would say. Tremendous. Tremendous. Listen. You can't write this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's better than you, huh? <laughs> Do you uh, want to get into some good, the bad, the shits now? Yeah, we could. I mean, we could even do some before the break and take a break if we want to and then come back with one if we have to. Do a break first and then do it? Is that what you're saying? I mean, no, uh, we can... We can even start it, and we can take a break and come back and finish it if we have to, depending on how yeah, long it fine. takes. Either way. Uh, you have your three? Yeah, I think. You, if you want to start off, it's up to you. Okay. Um. All right. I'll, I'll just go with it, because we're kind of we're on that topic anyways. What's your perception on Brock Lesnar? Oh shit, Brock, huh? Just overall and everything. Not even, like I WWE is a huge part of him, obviously, but you know, just him. I mean, he is like honestly a once in a lifetime athlete. Like the shit he's been able to do, amateur wrestler, like football player, professional wrestler turned fucking UFC fighter, kind of football player. Um yeah, well, he played football growing up, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his the transitions he's been able to make are fucking unearthly. Like, not many people that have ever been on this earth have been able to do some of the things he's been able to do. But he does get a lot of praise for it. Um, and, uh... Damn. <laughs> See, yeah, that's that's what's. See, I don't necessarily think Brock's like a motherfucker like some people do. I think he's. I think he's misunderstood too because he doesn't. He even outright says, you know, I'm I'm in this. I like I like doing this stuff, but I'm I want to get paid. Like I want to support my family. I'm just I'm trying to you know pick up a paycheck. Yeah, he makes the the every fighter, every wrestler, every anybody that's in the kind of combat sports world like they do make a persona for themselves because they yeah. have to like it's, yeah, it's yeah. what sells but like 
I don't. He, I think he is kind of misunderstood too, because he's sort of a quiet dude. I, like outside at all, he's just like he shies quiet away country from, boy. from like, the public spotlight. Is is ironic <laughs> as that is to say, uh, considering how many spotlights he's had on him, uh, being in all these like entertainment and sports. He doesn't concepts. talk a lot. No, exactly. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like. It's kind of crazy that you could like be in professional wrestling and not really talk that much, but you always had Heyman for that and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was always just he was a good ass kicker, and like that yeah. was like that was his thing, you know. Brock Lesnar, man. Um, Even in UFC, though, like there's a case to be made because a lot of people think that he was great, and but then he was kind of showed. You know, like the cracks kind of show through. You don't think he's overrated as an athlete, do you? I don't think. I mean, I've always, I've always liked Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 he gets a lot of hate too. I think I'm not saying he's necessarily the great. You know, I just I think don't think that he's like. I, I would by no means put him as like an elite, like one of the best athletes, like a premier athlete or anything. But like in his own way, he's like he's. Who else is? Done the transitional things that he's done, though. Bo I Jackson. Mean, there's a few players that have made a couple of transitions. Yeah. In different things, but like, that's a unique talent to be able to do multiple professional sports and things like that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy you could do that. Yeah, in the combat sports world, in he's, he's probably well. the most versatile. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you know. It's just like that's he's played all contact sports pretty and, much. Yeah, and he adapts well to all of them, <laughs> like generally speaking. Yeah, we looked up that picture of his daughter that one time. That was that frightening. Year. No offense to her. I know she just looks like her dad, and uh, not. They're very, very, very scarily similar. Yeah, not much like Sable. No, it's like you got all Brock with a blonde wig on. And she just like looks at her parents and she's like, "Why the fuck? Why the fuck did I inherit all you?" I'd bitch at him all the time if I was her. I'd be like, "Look like your ass, your big burly ass." <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough one, though. I mean, Jimmy Johns, they love Like, Brock Lesnar, because of his versatility in the places he's been, though, he is for sure, like, a draw. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Anytime WWE a, has him on the card, they sold, sold tickets way better. Like, yeah. the past, the last, like, six years, Brock Lesnar was in a pay-per-view, that one sold out. Like, 100%. 100%. Like, it always put asses in seats. And that's what you want in <laughs> professional wrestling. Um, I, I'm i probably going to say fair on yeah. Brock, to be honest with you. Because I do think he gets a good amount of respect for the things he's accomplished and been able to do. Um, it's... Uh, like he'll definitely go down in history. Like just his build, his size, like the things, the things he's done in like the wrestling ring, like moonsaults. He he's been able to do some crazy fucking things. Being like a guy that, being a size, a lot of people could not do shit like that. At he's a humongous individual. 
He's trying to eat the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I would, I would hit it with a fair. I would. Yeah, say I that. think that's that's a fair assessment. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really see a world where. I don't think he's necessarily underrated because he has got his due in the UFC world and the WWE world. They both kind of, you know, they've definitely, he's definitely been like a premier guy in both those things. Oh, yeah. So. And he was a great amateur wrestler. Like, fucking. I mean, maybe no Kurt Angle, but few are. So. (laughs) He's an Olympic gold medalist, man. Yeah. Very few are that. Uh, I guess it's my shot, huh? Yeah. All right. Serial killer documentaries. I mean, that's something we're hella fucking. Yeah, I think a lot of people (laughs) might think it's like. But then again, they're now that social media is around and they're releasing more and more and more of them. You kind of see like. They definitely get their due. Like, a lot of people watch them, and a lot of people talk about the them. Inter- and yeah, the interest is growing. I think it's... Uh, <coughs> I think it's... I think it takes just a different person, though, to really just dig deep into those. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's still not, like, the majority of the population that just wants to revisit and, like, learn about all these people that butchered individuals and fucking... Serial killed back in the uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, and man, even back before then, really. All the worst kind of shit people can do to humans, like, that's always, for some reason, been, like, I've always wanted to learn shit like that, I guess, because, like, freaking, I, like, I've liked that shit even in high school. Like, I took, like, violation of human rights and, like, law and justice, forensics, and shit like that. Like, and all that shit's that stuff. Yeah. It's, like... Crime scene and uh, genocides and fucking this shit. Like, the worst kind of shit, but, like, I always did great in those classes because that kind of stuff was intriguing. Just be like, what... Especially, like, with the genocides and whatnot, too. Like, what... How manipulative were these dudes to where they could convince a whole country that it was cool to just, like, wipe the fucking floor of all these people? Just be like, oh, "Oh, yeah." yeah, like... And then every to like be able to like be so manipulative with it that you convince everybody that like oh yeah that's a good idea let's go home. like it's a crazy kind of shit the minds of some of these people that's what's intriguing yeah. is you always want to learn more about like what the fuck went wrong you know what I mean like, it's the same that's the, the same fuck? kind of thing with Manson like the manipulation. It's... It's, How he was so manipulative that he convinced people of cr- that, that he, he was could, given acid, man, he could from the stop CIA. Time yeah, he to could give stop time to the fucking hippies, man. And a whole group said that their bus went off the road, and oh, they all saw him f- fucking levitate the bus <laughs> back onto the road, and they they're like, he has the fucking powers, like he how. How did he convince all of them? He probably fucking got the tow truck out there and everything. And then... And they thought... You he see was, that? They thought he was great. I fucking levitated that back... Yeah, like they literally thought... And he would he, act like he He took had it, the power. And he didn't take it. To straight up... His mind could straight up do things. And their... Yeah, their minds are vulnerable because they had no idea, like, initially what the fuck it was about. And acid could be, uh... I would... 
you know, I would think it would be uh, a trip. That's what they say, right? It would be a trip. <laughs> but, you know, like, you go on this fucking trip, and this dude's telling you all these things. Well, yeah, he's and pinned he's in this, your mind that your he's mind. this fucking person, that he's at the forefront, that he's the guy. Mm-hmm. He's your God. He's your person that you look to for the answer. Well, that's the thing. They're going to be brainwashed. On a psychedelic drug, your mind is at a real state of vulnerability anyways. Like, it's just, it's it's like anything seems like a possibility. Like, anything can be a truth. Anything can be a lie. You're not, yeah, like, yeah. You, nothing is certain. And then when this dude comes in and he's telling you the way things are and he's just filling your head with the shit. And in such a convincing way, because, I mean, he had to be manipulative, the way that he was able to say shit, because he convinced so many people. And even in the courtroom, like, he was, like, kind of convincing with certain shit, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I can do this, I stopped the cock in the courtroom, all this shit. Like, yeah. so if he was talking to you in a very vulnerable state of mind, in a convincing way, he you were going to be convinced that that was the way things He would, work. like, rough talk his way off a topic and not answer your question, like, to get away from it. You know what I mean? He would he would try to avoid giving you a straight answer. It's like a lot of them That's do. a serial killer thing. Anyways, yeah. They're not, they're not going to want to. Yeah, they try... Sometimes they when they're caught on spot, they give it up, though, right away. Yeah. They're like, you know what? I'm fucked. You got me. I'm the 22 caliber killer or whatever the fuck. Yeah, well, that David. guy, he was just a bitch. David? That he, was that him, or was that 44 he just, caliber? He just wanted the fame. This is this is my issue here. Serial killers, <laughs> like, the docs are so interesting. And <laughs> like, he was a bitch, though. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> he, was, he was, like, what is so intriguing about serial killer docs is, like, the fact that their minds are so fucking wacky and crazy, and they have reasonings of... Oh, I did it because of this, or this was talking to me, or yeah. I did it because, or in Manson's case, like, oh, because Hollywood taught us to kill, all these people were showing us how to kill our whole lives, they made us this way, so we're going to take it back on them, like, there was reasonings with fucking Son of Sam, 22 caliber killer, <laughs> this is having out for him. This dude, this dude <laughs> did it strictly for the fame. That was that's what made his less intriguing to me. It was like you, you're not a, lot, a fucked up guy. A lot of these people did really <laughs> enjoy it though. Once they got it, fucking yeah. Richard Ramirez yeah. really was like, and then he would start doing things to entertain people. Bundy really would start doing things in the courtroom to entertain people. Ah, ha, ha, fuck Oh, it. well, yeah, Bundy just became a whole character They, himself. like, wanted it so bad. <laughs> we're willing to go that far to get the attention. Like, nuts. But, yeah, but they were fucked up, and then, yeah. Berkowitz, he just, he gave up. I did it for Sam! <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm now the son of hope. Fuck you. You're not the son of any. He's just trying to get out. You're never fucking getting out, you piece of shit. You're fucking not the son of nothing. No, he would You're like... you locked up later. Gun down couples, whatever, they're sitting in their cars, fucking, like, curbside. These people are kissing. I'm fucking lonely and pissed. And then he'd come back that and, was like, his jack off the scene later. 
Did he? Yeah, a few times okay. they said. Well, apparently that was a serial killer thing. Like some. Oh well, yeah, that's definitely a serial killer thing. You know, honestly, that maybe that, maybe that makes his a little more intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he jacked off at the scene of the crime makes his a little more fucked up. <laughs> it puts his potentially in the realm of all these other fucked up. He was saying like. He couldn't sleep because there was a dog yeah. that just kept barking, like his neighbor's dog, and that there was demons possessing the dog. They're possessing his mind, and he was, you know, was making him want to do all these like crazy things. But I don't know, man. Son of Sam. You think he was full of shit? Yeah, and then he was it. trying to say that a bunch of more people, a lot of people, were involved. Like no, you were <laughs> no, lonely. They weren't. You were lonely as fuck. Don't make it sound like a bunch of shit was going your way, and you had this whole team. Nobody else. It was you and your nerdy LARP crew. Yeah, it was out you fucking and your murdering couples. Because you were lonely. Little balls and fucked up dick. <laughs> you were sad. Nobody wanted you. Nobody fucking was paying him attention. So Dude. he fucking had to go kill some people. Yeah. Well, apparently he tried doing it once with a knife. Yeah, and it and went horrible. Some, like twelve-year-old girl, and she like got out of it and fucking turned around on him, or she got out of it. He got cut somehow, and it went horribly. Yeah, he he fucked up. And he's like, "Well, next time I go out, go to be with a gun." And he goes out there with this forty-four caliber fucking gun. Honestly, though, that's maybe another to. The shit that I'm saying sounds so fucked up when I'm talking about this, and people are going to be like, this dude's got issues. But, like, that was... When it comes to serial killers and shit, too, and watching the docs, like, him... That made the shit just way more like, dude, you're a puss, man. You couldn't even... You couldn't even... Like, if you're going to go out... And you're going to fucking savagely murder people for no reason? And you don't even have the balls to go up there and do it hand-to-hand and stab them or some shit? You're going to fucking shoot them in the back of the head when they're not even looking? That's some pussy shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> straight up, though. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to be that much kind of, Like, if you're going to be such a crazy-ass son of a bitch that you're actually going to go... And fucking murder people for no reason. Go, go go fucking do it then. Go fucking do it in front of them with a knife. Fucking go stabbing. <laughs> but they were kissing in the car. <laughs> He's. Yeah. This turned into a hate fest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like speaking on all that this is such a cr- different crazy realm to even take it in but you see uh, it's kind of just on that realm of just weird wild shit though but did you see the st- anything involving the army hammer stuff lately uh, I don't know you know army hammer though right the actor he's the lone ranger he was in, oh, yeah. he was in a few things he was I forget, like, all the other stuff he was in. But he's also the heir to, like, the Arm and Hammer, <laughs> like, corporation and shit. He comes from that family. Yeah. 
But he had, like, a bunch of Instagram messages leak. And, uh... <laughs> said that it was, like, DMs with this girl. But it was... You could tell that it was, like, in a moment they were, like, sexing or some shit. And his, like... His, like, fetishes were coming out. His kinks or whatever. And this dude... This dude's into some weird shit. And it got, like, aired out to the public. But he's, like, talking about wanting to, like... I, I wish I could find the actual message, but he's, like... He's into cannibalism. And he was, like, talking about wanting to, like... Drink this girl's blood. And he wanted to, like, cut off a piece of her skin and cook it for him. And, like, weird, weird shit. Jesus. But... The thing is, it is really creepy. But I don't actually think the guy's like. It's borderline. It's like hardcore BDSM. Like, I don't think it's like. Real, real BD. Like. It's, it's gross. It's gross shit. But I don't think that he's out here cannibalizing people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that that... I think that he had a one-on-one, -on -one, like, a heated conversation with somebody and ended the moment he was all horned up and he let this <laughs> crazy shit slip out and got all into it. Because, like, in the messages, you only see his messages. You don't see the replies. You can clearly tell that there's a, like, conversation going on. And I'm not saying any of the shit that he's saying is, like, good. But it's, like... I don't think that it's like, oh, this dude goes out and eats people. Like, a lot of people are... He, I just think he's into some weird shit, and it got aired out to the public. You know like what I mean? Like fetish? Something? Some weird fetish shit. Like, he, he like... Is Depends in, how fucked up it sounded. It's real fucked up, but it's like master-slave shit. And he's like, oh, I want you to be my slave. But, like, the shit that he's talking about is, like, shit that's obviously not going to happen. Because if it happened, it would kill the person. So, like, I think he was saying it in a texting conversation with somebody, like, getting off to it. Like, ah, uh, but it's not something that I think the dude's going out and, like, fucking doing. Yeah. Like. It, it's, it is fucked up, though. I... I, you feel bad for him in a way just because you're like, if this was consensual conversation between him and the person, though, that's another thing. If this was like, if she was going along with it in the conversation or whatever, yeah, and then deleted the messages and then screenshot all his crazy shit and aired it out, then that's fucked. As a, dude, then you, you're in a non, then that was like a non-trusting, like, because there's, there's no reason, this is what I'll say, there's no reason to kink shame anybody. We're all... We're all grown adults. Everybody's weirdos. Everybody's into weird shit in their own way. Everybody's into their own weird shit. If you're two consenting adults and you guys both are into it and it's your thing, whatever. Like, there's no reason to shame anybody over having a certain thing that they're into. But, like, his is a little fucking extreme. Yeah, it's still not right to shame him for it by any means. I don't think that you should shame anybody for being, like, even though it's fucked, you shouldn't be like, that you're fucked up for liking this. But, like, what, 
what do you say then? Because it, it's aired out. He said... Um... I want to cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket so I always have a piece of you in my possession. Um. <clears throat> he said, thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling it when it beats... I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal and eaten it while still warm. He said something about going deer hunting, going down, cutting open the deer, and like eating the heart and shit. All, but like, I don't know. Also, is all this true? <laughs> is all the. Like, I don't know. That's why. Like, I'm not necessarily sticking up for, like, this situation, uh, but you can't just have half the story ever and exacerbate it as if it's, like, reflective of the entire situation, and people like to just hear one side of something and then believe, and believe everything, and judge or cancel, rather, one half of the people or, or one half of the story before anything else even happens. Which are which is why like you can't just convict people in your own mind like that they did all these things that they haven't been proven. Like there's gotta be due process. Mm-hmm. Like we can't lose that aspect, you know. That being said, like I don't know what the fuck that situation that does sound like some crazy shit. <laughs> That's some of it. It does sound like some weird shit though. It does sound weird. Um, but I don't know what I don't know what that's what I'm saying what sort of way do these people talk normally to each other yeah. you know what I'm saying nobody really and if nobody knows you know you don't know and that's also Shit. also the dude's a famous dude so who's I'm thinking he probably never even met this girl this was just an Instagram like relationship and they just DM'd, and that was like what they maybe that was like the thing. Oh, we DM each other to sext and shit. Do you, uh. I don't know. You. <clears throat> Serial killer documentaries. Fuck. Yeah. That's what the original thing was. Yeah, we need to. I would say serial killer docs are. I think they get a fair perception, because I love them. Oh, yeah. I watch them. I watch all they're of them. Always but, fucking interesting, because they're always done. Very well. Yeah. Story Especially story. Netflix lately. They're like... They've killed they're doing, it. Yeah, they're doing it real well. I think... But I think a lot of people now... Especially nowadays... Kind of give them their due anyways. A lot of people like them. You know? Yeah. So... I'll say fair. Do we want to just take the break now? or at the hour mark. Just come back and I'll we can. do my second yeah. one. That's fine. Alrighty. Be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 28. <clears throat> what? Second topic of good, the bad, Second and the shits? Second topic of good, the bad, and the shits. Episode number 28, United We Prosper. We'll get to that a little later. The mm. good, the bad, and the shits, huh? Segment's been with these people for a long fucking time. Yeah. Every episode. 
Yeah, damn near. It's it's the long running segment. So uh, since we brought it in, it's high yeah. highly defeated our uh, movie segment kind of thing. Uh, we got <laughs> the amount of times, there. the amount of times that we've done. We could easily still do that, just to have it. Oh yeah. Well, it was a here and there thing as it was. Um, but we could always implement it. It's kind of like a recurring segment. Yeah. What well, do you got? My second one is just kind of an out of left field. Uh, one of my favorite movie series, though. So, what's your opinion on Severus Snape? Ooh. You know, I think with the with the turn in part two of seven, when everybody realized what he did, like mm. what he gave up, like what he had to do to kind of like look after Harry, but not get too close to him. I think it won a lot of people over. Yeah. But, uh, still, like, you know, I don't know if there's still, like, a stigma around him from certain people or, or what, but he, I mean, he's a great character. I, I honestly would still say he's an underrated character without too much thought. I'm not going to say, like, I don't think that a lot of people think he's, like, trash, but, like, I do think he's, his value was of utmost importance. I think his job and his duty was fucking was a big deal in the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like he was always a relevant character. Yeah. Obviously, but like I really he really really started to matter later on in the series a yeah. lot. Like his shit and really you started to play. Yeah. yeah. Uh he was he was a great character, man. That that part two of seven was absolute fucking bonkers. Like that was a great series finale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that was a great movie. Um, highest rated one, I believe, too. And I was like, man, that was, that was good. They did it right. Yeah. Not a not always do series wrap up right. You know. No, no. And usually, like, if they come full circle, if it makes sense, if they have something fresh to add to the story, it's always like it makes for a great, you know. But that was like the eighth film, like part two of seven. Yeah. So it's technically the eighth film. But it's like, that's a lot to, you know, you got to give these people something fucking really to ride out on, like, for this series. And now, obviously, years later, they're doing, like, different stories and spinoffs, like, in that world, the Fantastic Beasts and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, for, I I love, I love the character. I still am trying to understand parts of those movies that I don't quite, but through yeah. time, it's like, watch them as much as, like, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or any, you know, Marvel movies or stuff like that. It's kind of like, you'll pick up a lot of things, new things, like, each time. Yeah. But, uh, there are a lot of, like, hidden gems in the in that series, for sure. I, I don't even, I don't even know. I mean, part two, that one's gotta be my favorite one, part two of seven. It's funny, because the whole series is good, but, like, when they were kids, it did, it was a little more, like, carefree and silly and kid-friendly. And, like, just this magical kind of yeah. limited shit. Yeah, it was, it was very... Like, it, you were just kind of learning about Hogwarts, you know, a little more. I it mean, it's new. still... It's the second one had its dark-ass parts. Yeah. With the whole Tom Riddle <coughs> and the snake and shit, but, like, it wasn't... Well, the first one, I felt serious when he was... <clears throat> Voldemort came back and he was talking about his parents and, like, some real crazy shit <coughs> that happened to young-ass Harry when he yeah. was down, like, after that chess match and shit. They had... <clears throat> the first one's great. Um, what do you think of Snape? Is he 
I mean, is he? How does he rank in your book? Pretty high stature. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. I mean, I don't know if he's like my favorite character in the Harry Potter things or anything like that, but like he was a really important character. I just think that it was his character was super cool too, because like not in a lot of series do you really like know a character for a long time, movies on movies on movies, and then like mm-hmm. eventually you're like, oh fuck, this guy, he was he really mattered to all this shit. Like, he really, like, oh, yeah. tied in. And that's why it's very interesting. Like, that's why you almost have to, after that's all done, you really want to watch him back all the way through to, to watch it through the lens of knowing that all these things he did were, you know, for the good, for the betterment of Harry's life, like, even though it was going to end in, mm-hmm. you know, chaos, like, essentially. Or so they thought, with Voldemort and him dying, you know, or one the other whatever it came down to but it was like you like if you rewatch him through that lens of knowing like like how it had to go down it was it's really intriguing too it, yeah it's <clears throat> I mean yeah there was only a few of them on the inside that really knew everything that was like gonna have to happen oh yeah oh yeah like Dumbledore, they knew they knew what was going on. It's kind of crazy because you're like, you see these little things they say to each other and the little gestures, and they're like, <coughs> they're like, it's time, fucking, you gotta kill me and shit. And they had to hide it from everybody else so well and act like they weren't all like, oh yeah, knowing of any of this shit. Oh you yeah, know, it's just crazy. They had to, they had to just treat Harry like anything else, like. Not like, hey man, you know, you're gonna die at a young age. They treated Satan <laughs> like shit. Yeah, yeah, Harry's dad, he was an asshole to him. Yeah. He was. Like, when you look back at those things, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you don't I'm you the you didn't see blood it. prince. It's like, what the fuck? And then Draco, he, he couldn't carry through with it. They knew he couldn't. Yeah. <clears throat> but you kind of felt bad for Draco eventually with all that. Because, like, yeah, he was going to have to do some evil shit, but, like, he, he, that was what everybody wanted him to do, and he was like, fuck, I don't even know if I can do this. Like, yeah, whenever it came down to yeah. it, and you, you thought, oh, this, this dude's just, just a son of a bitch. <coughs> it's like eating him alive. <clears throat> yeah, that, that was a great series, though. For sure. Um, Greta Van Fleet. It's uh, been our intro. Been our intro the last two weeks for the uh, duo podcast twenty seven twenty eight. Yeah, uh, they've been they've been the they've been the song man, singing the tune the last couple weeks. Here's the thing: it's like I can say, like I would say that they're underrated, just because like I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about them, but a lot of people know about them too. Yeah. Like there's, people there's still, know their name. They're still becoming. They're yeah. Still becoming. They're yeah. not. They're not humongous, but yeah, they're and a lot of like everybody that knows them likes them. Like they're like say, oh man, they got a good sound. Oh yeah. Sound, like oh, whatever, and they've won Grammys already and shit. Like, <coughs> so they're they're already <clears throat> acclaimed like group and stuff. I really like. I really like how they sound like way back when fucking yeah. 70s 80s stuff but it's like now and they're bringing that to like the now the songs dude the songs from like from the fires their album that came out in 2017 so fucking good 
like really good. Yeah, I think like, that so was the Grammy winner. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was their. I think that was their debut album, was it not? <coughs> or was it? Was. They might. Yeah, I was gonna say unless they had one before that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that I would, I would agree. I think the people that I know that know about them really like them, but I still think there's a whole fucking, there's a whole lot of, there's they're uh they're, they're not discovered band yet. at the same time. Yeah. yeah, they're not mainstream. They haven't blown up. They could be a good thing. They're big. Yeah, they're big. I feel like people that listen to rock and alt rock and shit and like yeah. those kind of people know, like they they know they know who they are at the least. Like they've heard of them. Oh yeah, it's, they've been brought to their attention, but like anybody that just kind of listens, you know, mainstream music or the radio, or they listen to rap or whatever, and they don't really go to that lane. Like they're not a big enough band to where they're going to know them. Yeah, it's cool because they're appealing to uh, to a lot of people, like older like fans of rock and and shit like that, like younger and they're young guys too. Oh yeah, they're the now. And it's funny because like the outfits and shit they're wearing, it's total back then too. Like, their lead singer totally looks like somebody from the 70s. That's great. It's pretty cool, though. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's fucking throwback, man. But, not really. I saw some podcast the other day where they're like, they brought them up, actually, and they brought up a picture of him, like, performing. Yeah, he had on, like, the, the bands, like, around his biceps with the tassels and shit. That's like old rock star shit. He had the headband, like the the sequin headband, <coughs> and like these these like tight ass like <laughs> like red leather jeans oh. that like flared out at the bottom. I was like, this dude looks like seventies rock star to the max. Oh, he's fucking living, man. Who's <laughs> great? Yeah, I enjoy it just because it is so like unique. To now, like for now, a days. Oh yeah, well, cause they're in their brand new. It's not even like they're a cover band. Yeah. It did some people like you think that you like? Cause they sound like a sound that you've heard before. When You're I like, first who is, heard who them, is that? You're like, who the fuck is that? Is that fucking the Eagles? Is that the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> when I who first is heard of them, I thought that they were a Led Zeppelin cover. Band. Led, yeah. That's what there I thought. What was that song? Uh, a change is gonna come. You're like. You're like, that sounds like a Led Zeppelin oh, line yeah. right there. Yeah, I don't even remember. It was like one of the first lines of the song, though. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you can definitely I see I was born down the river or something. <laughs> yeah, in a little like town. <laughs> <laughs> something about being born on the river. Change is gonna come. Fucking... Yeah, dude. Oh my God, Greta Van Fleet. Though I would honestly like, I would suggest people check them out for sure. Fucking good. And if you want a casting the spotlight T-shirt, let us know. <laughs> we I will continue to advertise this. Like I said, we gotta get a spokesperson. We gotta do a commercial. We gotta do something. Yeah. We gotta fucking promote these shirts for you guys. Yeah, they're pretty. The they're best cool. shirts <laughs> you've ever seen, son. Um. Casting a spotlight, though. Support, man. I mean, they, I honestly, it's, it, like, seeing them and having them, they were cool. I was just like, fuck, man, like, that's our thing. We got like, shirts of our own thing. Shirt. And, dude, they look fucking tremendous. <laughs> yeah, like, the look, microphone well done. is well fucking detailed. 
the detail like with the with the table and the fucking mic. You can see the on air is yeah on it even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can see that clear as day, man. Fuck, we'll have to show them. Um, yeah, we definitely we said that last episode. We have it. We have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Up. You know, the duo wasn't over yet. <laughs> now we'll now we'll send it out. We'll have a little thing, and we'll do episode twenty nine. But we'll get something out to you guys, and you'll you'll see about the shirts. Um, if we get some fucking orders, if we get some orders placed. We get some people wanting the orders, then we'll fucking mass produce them and start making shirts. Yeah. People getting. That's the thing. We, around. I don't know what the smallest amount of bulk we could buy in would be. Cause, I don't Because I don't want to buy a bunch. I can't be sitting on them and not have. We gotta. We gotta. Uh, yeah, I don't want it to be. I want it to be an investment more than I want it to be losing money on a bunch of shirts. I'm just gonna have boxes of that I don't even need or want. Not gonna happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't happen. we're gonna be ready. Oh, yeah, we're gonna be ready, and we're gonna fucking order them if. If uh, the people want them, but the people gotta people gotta yeah. want them. There's gotta be a demand. Can't be, can't be stupid about. We it. do have shirts, so this is not a bullshit thing. We have to put something up with the yeah, shirts. Yeah, we have to. We'll, we'll we'll do something with it here shortly. This episode's gonna go up. We'll give you guys something next few days. You'll fucking see. Um. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> is it do a little shirt uh, advertisement. Uh. Yeah, I said. I said underrated. Overall, for Greta Van Fleet. Fleet, I would agree. It's hard not because up and coming things that you're like, man, I see something big in this, or I see the real potential in this. It's kind of like you, you think it is underrated because you're like, more people yeah. need to know. On it, Matt. <laughs> honestly, I would invest in fucking on it. We'll get back They're to the expensive. investing fucking thing. Yeah, I would, but dude, that company is gonna be fucking huge. Oh yeah. I mean, they're already like they're already spokespersons, the biggest podcaster that's ever fucking been. Yeah, they're known probably already it. pretty big. Yeah, like literally the person that gets the most downloads every fucking month on the earth. Jesus. Sponsored or sponsored by them, I should say. Yeah. Um. You're up, I guess, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to see if which one I want to use here. You know. <laughs> Um. Fuck it. What's your overall perception on Kid Rock? Oh fuck. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know it. You know exactly what I I'm gonna say. But like, those first like two albums. Oh, they kicked a lot. The of history ass. of rock and. What was the other ones that America's Most Wanted? What was the name of that? Devil Without a Cause. Devil Without a Cause in the History of Rock. He was, those were fire. Like, great. Yeah. Smoking a cigar with the red fucking, the red cover and shit. That was Devil Without a Cause. Yeah, and then History history of Rock was him with the electric guitar and the fedora, and he had the big fat cigar, and I think he had like, Doing the Rock on. Yeah. That was a dope album. That was some hard-hitting shit, man. <clears throat> yeah. Some, like, late 90s edgy shit. That was good. Yeah, those albums were fire. I'm he, not I'm not speaking on this bullshit, born-free fucking Kid Rock. What okay. I will, like, what I would say is he proved to be a versatile artist in what he, in what genres he uh, could perform in, like, and that's, and that's what makes an entertainer, but... 
I mean, it isn't particularly in my taste at all, especially the country, because I'm not too big of a country, never have been person at all. Yeah. But, you know, that's a good one. It's a good one. to a challenging one. To yeah. state one way or the other. Yeah, that is... He's not getting an underrated from me. <coughs> no. Um, he's got a huge... He's got a huge following. Also, he's yeah. one of those guys that just like anybody that does it, like, it's annoying, dude. He speaks out politically. I hate people speaking out politically on shit. I'm just like, dude, all you're doing is losing fans. Shut up. Nobody cares. Don't speak politically if you're a big star. It's not, it's not going to do you any good. But at the same time, he's done some good shit, like, at his concerts and stuff, where he, like, has given his... He's made alcohol prices like real cheap and made like his yeah he accommodates his yeah I'm gonna give him a fair honestly because I've heard I've heard he has done things like that he's just been a good like even though a lot of his music isn't in my taste either I think uh, I mean maybe that early stuff some of the hard hitting like good fucking shit that I like it you know is and was but I think I think like. He's pretty talented to be able to do what he's done. He definitely was smart about the way he marketed himself, too. And, like, now he appeals to different people, even if there is some people that are like, ah, I don't like any of that bullshit. I only like his old stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but they're still willing to listen to that. And it's like, oh, he's got all these different eras, like, that he's... It does make him versatile, because a lot of his albums are different from the last. Yeah, and like, he's still occasionally in. Like, he's had songs that he, like that are rock songs, like Machine Gun Kelly's in and shit like that. Um, yeah. he's still like in other stuff. Yeah, he still does stuff with other. Artists. I'm gonna give him a fair. He had overall. A, he had a pretty cool celebrity death match way way back in the day, oh, like early on in his career when he that was like his heavy hitting yeah. albums, and it was like him versus Eminem. I oh, think because they're both Detroit. I'm gonna say that he, like. The thing is, some of his really wildly popular stuff, I'm gonna say, was fucking hardcore overrated. Like some of the stuff that I, that was just like I didn't understand. All summer long. Fucking yeah, that's some of the stuff that got played so many times. All summer long was just like a rip off of Sweet Home Alabama, really. Yeah. In a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, but at the same time, you know, bands fill albums with covers of another band oh, yeah. all the oh, time, yeah. so it's kind of like. You know, it's still given a little bit of, um, with the whatever the word is, it's still given a little bit of like uh, fucking credit or just yeah. a, you're kind of like oh, okay, it's a branch off of that. It's a it's shout some, out in some yeah, in some way, shape, or form. It's it's something like that. Yeah, I think fair is probably pretty decent perception. Now, this is another one we talked about, especially after finishing the Rocky movies and all that. Uh, not just Sylvester Stallone himself, but St- Sylvester Stallone's acting is my last one for this week. Overrated, underrated, fair. See, this is different because, like, he, the, the whole reason, like, his face is, the you know, the way it is, and, like, he doesn't have the expressions because of what went wrong, like, at his birth, like you said, like, wasn't a nerve pinch that and yeah, the doctor delivering paralyzed. him did it with forceps and I think he like scraped something on his face when he was delivering him yeah pulling him out freaking yeah and caused like nerve damage 
So it's kind of like leaves him in this position where he's only using half his face and like his whatever he speaks, his voice comes out, you know, a little, a little, a little yeah. deeper, deeper and a little more like there's not as much expression and a lot of the, yeah, the words. a little more has monotone to be a little, sometimes, yeah. and he has to, he has to do certain things. I feel like it makes him more challenging, but it makes him distinctive at the same time. Oh yeah, that's the other reason. It's like you can see him as Rocky, you can see him as Rambo, but like. In other things, you see him as like Sylvester Stallone, but he's built himself up to be like this thing. Yeah, and that's what you see. You don't. It's hard to see the character like, sometimes. Watching Rocky, though, like it, it's because he was him, obviously. So we're not going to see anybody else in. But like, he was literally perfect for that character. Oh yeah, like absolutely. It, it was one hundred percent made entire sense that it was him that was that. I'm not reason. that educated, you know. He's just like, hey, how you doing, buddy? Like, talking <laughs> to the dogs and shit. Like, it just... Hey, yo. It definitely seemed like a, a, his character. You yeah. Know? Like, his yeah. creation. And you can see him doing that, like, you know, finally getting out and accomplishing something big and, like, just the ultimate fucking underdog. Yeah. It turns it all around, you know, has his struggles, fucking, and he, and he did throughout the whole series, not just the fucking, you know, Rockies, but even the Creed movies and everything else. It's oh, like, yeah. Geez. Every movie he was going through something. You gotta wonder if his story, like you were saying earlier, is gonna resolve itself. It's kinda like, you know, how is it gonna end? Are they actually gonna have a movie where he passes away, or how are they gonna, I know. You know, how are they gonna resolve it? I mean, he's pretty much lost everyone. Yeah. Like, goes up and talks to, like, Graves all the time. Reads the newspaper. Say, Adrian. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, you know, I guess he feels like he's sort of still communicating with them somehow. He's just like, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's honestly, like, he was always, he was like this fighter and this dude that was, like, heavy hitting and, like, hardcore, but he was also, like, this just like sweet, just like simple, like loving dude. Shit. Oh yeah, like he didn't. He was always trying to do the right thing. He never really meant harm but throughout yeah. most of those films at all. Like not that, <laughs> not that I really picked up. I mean, he definitely took it too far sometimes and just ended up spending money like fucking crazy and oh, yeah. just didn't give a fuck. But like he just kind of did that because he wanted to, you know, he wanted to sort he, of take care of everybody. Had the money, so he had the money. Yeah. And he wanted to, he wanted to use it. He's like, oh, I guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll just have to do the best I can, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's very modest of you. <laughs> it's like, this guy just tore you apart, man. You're going to have to do a little more than that. I don't think if, the irony is, we talked about the other day, is if that had happened at birth and Sylvester Stallone had created this distinctive sort of way of acting, because he had to, <laughs> would he be like where he is and who he is today you know what I mean so it's kind of like (coughs) people I don't think a lot of people even really know that story and shit no they just kind of think he's this it's like it's like what the fuck and like even before I was kind of like man I don't know if he's that good of an actor and then I realized I was like I don't think it's that I think it's it's like look at it from the from the positive point of view though or the the better uh, perspective is like 
look what he was able to do and create. Like, he made Rocky all by himself. Like, wrote it, fucking starred in it, made it work. Like, people believed in it, got great reviews, made him fucking all kinds of money, like, spawned all <laughs> kinds of sequels. Another series, the Creed films, which is a continuation, obviously. Yeah. And, like, and then, at the same, simultaneously at one point, then he, then he enters with all these fucking Rambo films that just kill it. And he's mm-hmm. just this savage, brutal fucking warrior and shit. Like this... Yeah. Like... Like special ops. And against the fucking people are like, ah, he's got shit for acting or whatever the fuck. It's like, I don't think it's that. I think it's you're just looking at the wrong... Like, look what he fucking did. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's look good at, in his role. He is... But like... Like the Sylvester Stallone has to be a certain kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. He has to have movies wrote around him. Yeah, he's yeah. He's but that's not gonna that's not have... a bad thing. Look at how many people they write movies for. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's there's a lot of Sandler. There's a difference between guys that are like. There's like he's he's one of those dudes that's like huge Hollywood big blockbuster star. Yeah, compared to Mega. like there's like guys that are also huge blockbuster stars, but they're like fucking like actors like they're like actors like yeah, he's yeah. not necessarily that he's just like his movies are gonna they're gonna sell you know he's a big action star he's a blockbuster star but he's he's his own thing yeah like like the dudes like christian bale Lee his brand alone like those yeah. guys they're actors they're yeah. blockbuster stars too but they can get tossed in any role and like they'll they'll work it and yeah. it'll be like, oh, you won't even see it's them anymore. Like, they just... But, like, that's not Sylvester Stallone. He's not gonna fucking go play J. Edgar Hoover. You know? Yeah. Like, that shit's his, never gonna his, happen. His brand is fucking <laughs> I'm Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester goddamn Stallone. That's his fucking... That's what he sells. Yeah. He's this, you know... I'm into he's it. He's this mega fucking personality. Yeah. He really like is. Schwarzenegger. Like Schwarzenegger. He is, Yeah. Like, there's been a handful of them, like, that are like that, and, like, they're... Mainly comedy and action stars that are really like that. Yeah. Like, they appeal to a lot of people. But are just, like, one lane kind of thing a lot of times, too. Like, yeah. Like, John claude Van Damme, Chuck Norris, could you, like... Could you even, for the life of you, did, like, pick between the Rockies and Rambos? I love them both. Yeah. But I've loved both of them. You don't have to pick. Like, that's the thing. People are probably like, oh, what are you talking about? It's like, you can like them both. You can definitely like them both. Oh, it's yeah, just they're like, both great. Dude, and they're, they're both very different Yeah, they're both, their characters are so different. They're, uh, and I don't know if you had a reference so whether it was sports or, like, action, like, killer type shit. No, I like in both. His, it know, really just depends on what you're trying to watch, too. Oh, like, yeah. Those, those Rocky movies were, like, fun to watch. Like, they were funny in <laughs> some of them. Uh, they were like kind of they were real like the struggles are real shit uh, and they're inspiring at the same time because it's just like this dude's fucking building himself up like coming back or getting ready or trying to get redemption and shit yeah. it's like constantly and the story just kept going it kept getting better and shit it was like Jesus um, and I mean not even necessarily that but it's just like you kept unlocking more shit about him and like what he could like do and, and whatnot. it's like this dude from nothing should not even have a shot. Fucking goes the distance and then wins the title from the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great story. And just, yeah, and it just went down like crazy. 
I mean, now obviously if they were fighting one on one, Rambo would kill the fuck out of Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> like I saw something before that was like fantasy warfare. It's like, well, obviously Rambo's gonna kill Rocky. Rocky's a yeah. boxer. Rambo fucking he like kills people. <laughs> he like, wouldn't have to get anywhere close to him. <laughs> yeah, he like shoots people and fucking yeah. shoots people with bow and arrows and does crazy shit like yeah. bayonet people. That fucking 08 Rambo was just savage. Like it was fucking brutal. Yeah, dude, it was great. <laughs> they were like kids fucking getting fucking blown up <laughs> I mean maybe not all of that shit was great but like fuck make me sound it was real funny bad shit. No, no, this, it was this funny. episode I'm so fucked up <laughs> <laughs> no but like we have talked about some fucked honestly, up shit that's the payoff to the Rambos though is you see the villains in those movies do savagely fucked up things and then at the end, you just see Rambo come in and fucking mow them all down and kill the fire. Oh, it's just a slaughter fest. Yeah. Again, man. He just sets up all these weapons it's and the just payoff. goes to fucking town. You're like, oh, this guy that was like coming in, burning villages, raping the women, taking all the kids, making child soldiers and shit. Oh, we get to watch this guy get his fucking intestines pulled out of him as he watches and shit. Like... That's the payoff of the movie, you know? Brutal. <laughs> but he don't give a fuck. He's too sly. <laughs> that kind of shit, though, like, that's definitely guy movie. Like, you wouldn't be taking a girl on a date. They'd be like, what the hell? Probably not. This guy's ripping hearts out. Pulling <laughs> oh, intestines out. I want them to There's, know. It's just brutality in a lot of those movies. Yeah. Fucking... Savage, yeah, savagery, <laughs> yeah, like and even the, even before great. the build up because the villains are doing fucked up shit before Rambo comes in and stops him and then Rambo comes in and he kills him in like vicious ways. Last Blood was pretty sick too. Yeah, it was good too. I fucking like that one a lot too. Um, Sly's acting though. I don't know, man. That's hard. <laughs> hard. Because I like him. I think a lot of people shit on him. But I don't necessarily know if he's underrated. Yeah. The dude's, like we said, he's a blockbuster sensation. So obviously he's had a claim. People have... Yeah. Gave oh, he's got a crew that'll always see his films. And Rockies are huge. Rambos are huge. Those are both great series. I think he's got a fair perception. Critics hate him, but, you know, critics, they don't know shit ever. So. <laughs> Most of the time, the critics don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, you got some real fucking bullshit going on. I feel like there's a certain percentage that these people have to rate like negative and you know positive or so you know you can't oh you can't like every film like somehow whoever they're answering to don't you think like because they're doing stupid shit like rating movies that would never be rated bad like revenge of the sith bad it's yeah. like you can go fuck yourself it's not a you know it should totally just literally be based on what do you think fucking you fall in a, should fall in a hole to hell if you think revenge of the sith's a bad movie <laughs> 
Anyways. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. No, but that was one of the uh, critics that I thought I respected his opinion. I'm like, oh, man, I agree with this, 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 this. And then I saw that one. I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <sighs> um, but I do I do think that sometimes. Not, there's literally, I don't think a single critic out there that I could be like, I agree with all their shit. No. Like, I could, if I, like, look at a lot of their shit, I would eventually be like, this motherfucker's stupid. Oh, yeah. I disagree just... with half of this. Like, yeah, it's, I think he's got a fair perception, though. I think he's got a huge fan base. If, if you like, like, he's one of the biggest action stars in America, you know? Yeah. If critics don't like him, it doesn't matter. He's still, he got fucking rich and he made it. He made his own movies. He did what he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. He, got he really done. did, though. <clears throat> They didn't even. Want, they the, didn't want to cast him. The American Dream, really, in yeah. his fucking scenario too, man. He it fucking is, did yeah. it. He made it happen. <clears throat> yeah, that was that, I guess, on the good, the bad, and the shits, right? Yeah, that's a wrap on topics. That. Fuck, man. Crazy world. The good, the bad, and the shits. Pretty good topics though this time. Oh right yeah, on. oh yeah. A lot to think about. A lot to consider. Man, uh, you see all that crazy shit going on at GameStop stock? Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Trying to yank the the carpet out from under the fucking, the people that just managed to buy fucking shares in the stock market. Well, it's the, uh, the less fortunate individuals, the ones that aren't in charge of all the fucking, uh, all the businesses and corporations. Trying to undercut all these companies. Shit. Well, it's funny, too, because it's GameStop's like, worth fucking $10 billion now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it's funny to look at their stock, too, because it just, pew, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. It was just kind of, like, steadily in this just little bump, and then it hit this huge hill. <laughs> like, yeah, and they didn't like that that happened and that the people were responsible for it. Well, the, yeah, because they were fucking flooding money into a goddamn stock that they were trying to undercut and sell out of. They were trying to get rid of it. The hedge fund. Yeah, the hedge fund people. They were just like, they were trying to undercut, like literally trying to like take the money from that stock just so it would eventually die out. Yeah. And people were like, oh, we love GameStop. Fucking, we're going to keep it around. <laughs> Let's throw all the money in here. <laughs> and then it shot up and they're like, well, what the hell? So much. But it's like, dude, it's great because... That's exactly what they literally what those people like the big stockbrokers and the hedge fund people do all the time anyways is they fucking manipulate the market to do what they wanted to do anyways like oh yeah. we want this stock to fucking be boosted a bunch fuck this stock like so now that people are like just a group of people went and did it they're like well fuck you can't do it that can't happen it's like oh well you're saying we can't manipulate the market the exact way you always manipulate the market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't like it. When we're around. But that's what I, I was like. I think that it's a win any time that, like, the top 1% is pissed off or nervous about some shit. <laughs> it's a win. 
What did they do though? Didn't they fucking they didn't they fuck the people over? Well, well they, in uh, Robin Hood, they shut down the app. In Robin Hood, they make it to where they made it to where you couldn't invest or pool your stock anymore. When it got to that like a certain level, they did that shit. But I also saw that they were they got in trouble for that apparently, or they were gonna get in trouble. People were suing them. They got like got a big lawsuit on their hands over it. Yeah, because you're not supposed to be able to do that. Like, you're not supposed to be able to shut down on the people and not allow them to, like... No, because they're fucking doing it, dude. Like, people are going to realize. That's what I was... Oh, my God. Yeah, they got a class action lawsuit against them right now, Robin Hood. But I saw some thing, too, that was like, Robin Hood, my ass. They're like, time to change your name. Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, I saw a lot of tweets like that. For sure, bro. Like, what are you talking about? The hypocrisy it's is a terrible, real terrible name. name. Yeah, that's great though. Yeah, crazy shit happened. It is I hope, so I hope outright they right, right now, AMC. man. It is brutal. Like the shit that they're doing. I was still like a Wall Street bets thing, but it was like freaking. Like uh, you don't think AMC can be saved? I said I hope that that's the one they go to, they hit next. Yeah. Like people are trying to invest in AMC, but I saw something that was like wall, at Wall Street because that's where it all started. Yeah, was the Reddit page or whatever, and it was like at Wall Street, and it was like freaking Jordan Belfort like in his office talking to a bunch of people and shit like. <laughs> They're just gonna get their own office and become like this big stock <laughs> empire off of Reddit. They're gonna be the next fucking Jordan Belfort. That'd be it's a long I mean, shot. But I mean, it, it's yeah, it worked for a week, but yeah. I don't know about it continuing to work. Cause also, it got huge news like reporting immediately on it like people like it just everybody started talking about it as soon as it started happening like i feel like to really play the market and really continuously make money on it you kind of got to do it under the radar like you can't just come out and do one crazy move and shit because that's not going to last it's going to last for that one move yeah but to really manipulate it and play it you kind of got to just fly under the radar and make the moves you can't. Some real fucking dirty, sketchy shit. Yeah. That game. Yeah, but the top, that's the thing. Like, the people, the top 1% that control the stock market, that's. They literally, like, are controlling consumer revenue in a way. Like, they're deciding, like, what the fuck's gonna get, take, like, what's going to get the money and what's not gonna get the money and what people are gonna, like. They're like, oh, that. It, it, when it comes down to it, they control everything. They like control what we're gonna fucking eat, what we're gonna have for entertainment. That's what, what I'm gonna, saying. All of it. People need to realize, like how, like how, how is the path really like, like we're leaning on right now? How is that like? They're trying to boil it down to just their way of doing things. Like no second option, no fucking other way of doing things. Like politician, the government's way of doing things. It's like, there's no, oh, no, 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 there's no other voice, there's no other fucking, you're gonna do it our way, like, they're slowly trying to just 
take control more and more and more. Everybody's trying to get their claws. Like, the 1% of people. Like, the mm-hmm. fucking... Like, all of the powerful people. And, like, people are people are fighting over which group of rich people fucking like them more. Which group yeah. of filthy fucking rich people like them more. It's fucking insane. The cleverest, the cleverest fucking thing <laughs> that has happened the past few years is they got everybody... <laughs> To turn on each other instead of turning on the fucking top 1% in the government in this country. The cleverest thing they have ever done. Well, that's what they that. said with so crazy the media. about, like, this whole Two. GameStop stock thing, too, is they're, like, the, the sweetest thing about it is it's, it's, like, it's nobody specifically. It's literally just all the normal working folk, like, White, black, Asian, yeah. male, female, Republican, Democrat, just uh, of all, all the normal people, yeah. like finally getting one up on the top one percent and doing something that they're like, whoa, you can't, whoa, you can't do that. They're just trying <laughs> to put a face on it and make it our guy versus your guy. Yeah. Instead of looking at fucking what what's actually going on. As instead long of being as, like, as long wait as, a minute, as long you as you five hundred people fucking own everything. <laughs> as, as long as we are fucking divided by the dumb bullshit like that, fucking, there's no, yeah, like, there's no, there's no uniting to fucking take back control, like, really, of our fucking country, like, all of us, like, well, it's political parties are gonna be a thing that it's just not gonna happen. No, and it's, and it's, and it's we're easy. so set in the way of political parties that it's just not gonna happen. I know, it needs to fucking change. And, and the thing is... If we're talking about it on the way we were just talking about it is the stockholders and shit, like the stock brokers and the, like, literal top 1% that move the shit around, like, they're, they're running the politics, even. Like, politics don't even matter. Neither of the parties matter because they control both of them. Yeah. Whoever the fuck wins, they're going to control anyway. Everybody is just a puppet for who the fuck's investing money in them. So either political party, it's still just the puppet to the the fucking guy that's controlling the game. It's it's fucking outrageous. (laughs) It's just outrageous that people think that fucking, like, this person's a hero and this person... it's, It's not, like... They're not going to solve your fucking problems. You're still going to have to fucking get up and work every day and shit like that. It's just I don't know I don't know what's going to happen years from now. Especially with the all the AI shit that we talked about just like going forward like yeah. what that's going to mean for everything. Like what the change the past year is going to mean for the future now that people have started to get used to it and aren't going to want to give up certain things now that we've been in this for a year, you know what I mean? Yep. And already fucking Man's in office. All no, there's no <laughs> people are bitching. They're like, "Where's my two thousand dollars stimulus check?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you seen all those tweets yeah. and memes? <laughs> Some of them pretty funny, really. <laughs> but uh, but it's everybody feeling entitled again. But it's it's kind of funny because you're seeing finally some people on the left trying to hold the president accountable uh, to what he said. Um, but all over money, they still all over that stimulus money. Yeah, yeah, it's and it is about that. It's everybody like, wants that free money. Yeah, everybody, and that's the thing. It's kind of like in, in their like, there's there's a lot of hypocrisy going on, really. That'll make the political parties disappear too. What people don't care. 
People as long as you hand them free money. Oh, yeah. They're happy. Yeah. That's all, like, literally, they'll forget all about the political parties <laughs> if you keep handing them $2,000 checks every couple weeks. In ways, in ways it's good, a lot of the discussion is just kind of like, or maybe we've just been paying attention to it less because it's like the election shit's over and now things are just on whatever path they're about to lead us That's on. the thing. Like, the president, like, I'm not saying the president has no power, but he is a puppet to the top 1%. Like, he has the power to change some shit, do some shit, you know? He's not going to do anything that's going to offset. Like, he wants, he wants to make new deals. He wants the endorsements of the fucking top 1%, though, too. Yeah. That's why you take their money. And guess what? Then you can do whatever the fuck they want you to do. And then they tell you what to do, yeah. Exactly. Those motherfuckers! That's why we have, we have the boxing. They're the Who boxing gives a fuck promoters? about this red and blue bullshit? They're the boxing promoters of the politicians. They're like, I own you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Knock them out like you do what I say, son. If they die, they die. <laughs> what are you gonna do? We should wait. Yeah, it'd be great, man. <laughs> I hope. Well, I really am rooting Wall Street bets on. I hope they can fucking keep doing some crazy shit. Like yeah. I do. I, I like I wanna see some more shit like that. <laughs> just things like just, every day. Just crazy just, shit that they're like riling it oh, up. Oh no, this fucking happened and it shook it fucking ruffled the feathers of these people that it's just like good. Just you just wanna see people shook shit and yeah. Just so it just, would be it would be fun. Just a little bit of cutthroatness and animosity towards the extremely wealthy. And then, like, just see how how it would, you know, all boil down. I saw something that was funny that was, like, people not getting their $2,000, so they're just going out and taking it from the 1% themselves. <laughs> Dude, that's our money that we paid in bullshit taxes that they fucking, you know... Oh, they, they got their they, hands in they've, everything. They've fucked us some way or another, so I don't look at that like it's any fucking... Like it's anything that wasn't ours in the first place that we already paid into their Every sorry fucking greedy-ass, punk-ass, bitch-ass politicians <laughs> and government officials. Every purchase you make, they're like, yep, I'll have, I'll have some yeah. money there. Oh, this was actually... Yeah, I know that it said... I know that it said four ninety nine on the shelf, but it's actually five twenty three because I need my share. They're money-hungry cunts. <laughs> anytime you order... any, Yeah, anytime you get a paycheck, you look at all those deductions, they're like, I get some of that. Yeah. It's like, so... You're gonna... My purchase... The, the shit that I buy is gonna cost more... Because you fucking want a piece of it. But the shit that I I get is going to be less. Because you get a piece of that too? <laughs> you're getting paid... What, where do you not get a piece at? You're getting paid a little more. You're in a t- uh, <laughs> higher tax bracket. You're not going to make as much overtime. And your uh, fucking tax return is going to be smaller. So yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> have a nice day. We'll see you next year. <laughs> no. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dude, they, like, they fuck around, man. They try to dick people left and right. It's funny because the older... I used to not know or realize or care about any of this. I heard people talk about all this shit all the time. But as a kid, you know, you're just kind of like, ah, whatever. Now that I'm older, I'm quickly, 
quickly becoming that crabby old man that's like, <laughs> fucking taking all my money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can just see it happening. When I'm old, I'm definitely going to be bitching at him. I'm like, it doesn't, it's not, it don't matter who's in the office. <laughs> They're going to take from me regardless. <laughs> I'm gonna be that. Well, I'm burying it. (laughs) (laughs) Your fucking your chips gonna be in your ear and shit. Well, they're gonna know where it is. (laughs) Be like freaking. They turned his chip off, man. I'm taking this shit out. (laughs) It would end up back in your ear. (laughs) Fuck. It's been a fun one. It's been a pretty good one, yeah. About ready to wrap her up. Yeah. Got her. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good amount of time. We're doing good, folks. Yeah, we're going to have to promote these shirts. We're going to have to promote these shirts and show you them here soon. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, we need to get some pictures up of that for sure. Get those out there. It's. I know we said that last time, but now this one came up. It was the duo podcast kind of, so. Exactly. Exactly. And a little bit of an excuse, I guess. We always stay true. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hope you have a great week. We will see you guys next episode. Good night.